Well, good day, everyone, and welcome to the extras. I'm Sam. I'm Dave. And uh, good to be with you, Dave. Uh, we've got a heap of questions today, which is Christ. pretty exciting, uh, out of our series on church. Um, you were with us on Sunday, uh, yeah. really helpfully laying out for us some of what the church does. Yes. Uh, we, we sort of looked at what the church is week one, what the church does week two. Yeah. Uh, tell us, just give us a sort of 25, 30 second summary of Sunday for those who haven't caught up on the live stream yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, lots of things the church does. Yes. Yeah? Lots yeah. of things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, looking at a fairly high level summary of, of it, um, yeah. we, we put the gospel right at the center, mm-hmm. uh, the, the exaltation of Christ crucified as you know, that simplified message of the gospel. Yep. And then uh, we, we looked at church through the lens of, of Christian as it yep. gathers together. You know, the Christians there, we want to edify, advance their spiritual growth. We want to yep. encourage one another. Yep. But we also want to have an eye to the world around us, that the person who comes to our gathering who's an acquirer, an unbeliever, mm. uh, share the gospel with them. Yep. Uh, and help them understand that the, the great message of Jesus, Lord mm. and Saviour, but there's also a vertical element yep. uh, where we want church to be self-effacing, not about us, we want it to be about God. And yeah. one of the things we saw was that Jesus sits at the centre of it all. He's, mm. he's the... You know, Christ crucified. He's the, the message yeah. of the gospel, and, but he's also the foundation of the church. We, we, we build upon what Jesus has done on the cross and in his resurrection. Nice. Uh, and so there was a diagram that went along with it that, yep. uh, you know, if you jump on a live stream, you'll, yeah, you'll see it all there. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, uh, eye to the Christian, eye to the world, eye to God, yes. all built on Jesus. All starting with E. All starting with E. Very neat. You know? Um, yeah. Yep. You know, every preacher's delight to yeah, <laughs> work through those things. Yeah. Very good. Now, we've got some questions uh, in light of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just dive straight in, I think. Yeah, um, let's do it. So the first one's about edification, which is one of your E's, that idea of building up others, building the church, which is built of bricks, not of, oh, sorry, built of people, not of bricks. That's right, um, that's right. And uh, somebody's helpfully asked here, look, how do I know if I'm not being edified or if the problem is that I'm not being easily edified? Because you spoke about yes. sometimes our hearts are that we're, we're actually... Um, we're a bit hard-hearted and we're, we're not easily edified in that we, we're easily annoyed or easily irritated but not easily edified and that was a helpful challenge to us but someone's sort of thinking that through so how can i tell if it is actually that there's there's a problem here in this church and, and something's I'm, I'm not being edified or is the problem me and how do i tell yeah yeah and look really really good question and um i i think firstly uh to sort of wrestle with here is um uh, you know, speaking personally, yes. I get, you know, edified as I am involved in someone else's edification, you know, mm. getting involved and helping them and advancing their spiritual growth yep. is not only helpful for them, but it's it, it's helpful for me. It is, yeah. Uh, yep. And so, because what it starts to do at that point is do what the church is meant to do and focus on one another. Mm. You know, you, you, we didn't see this, you know, that one another words that keep coming through, but yep. uh, that's to be our focus. And I think that's yeah. deliberate in the way that God has designed us and, mm. you know, purpose built the church yep. so that, you know, my edification, you know, mm. and encouragement comes as... I'm not necessarily focused on me, but focused on you and going, how can yep. I grow you? And yep. seeing that and go, wow, that's good. Mm. But I think the other part in there too is uh, there's a self-feeding 
in terms of yes. the gospel continually working through in my life, mm. uh, you know, as I read the scriptures for myself, as I come before God, uh, as as His child to sort of engage with Him and you know ask God that by His Spirit He would grow me, advance yeah. me, mature me, make me healthy. Yeah. Um, there's there's that sort of element there as well. So what I'm hearing you say is to start with yourself. Um, if you're asking this question, begin with a, a, a how are you investing in others yes and be how are you investing in terms of god's word and your own spiritual yeah. feeding yeah um, and, and those two things will edify you yeah what if i'm doing those things and still like perhaps like i know for some people that they are trying to be other person centered but they're yep. feeling like the ground is hard yeah and and i i think we want to ask ourselves the question that sort of lies underneath underneath that um if we want to be honest and say do i actually want to grow in christ mm. Do I, do I want to be, you know, keep on growing and uh, until God calls me home, do I want to keep learning, you know, the, the treasures of the gospel are deep, mm. you know, uh, and, and we like those deep sea divers, you know, we, we can't get to the bottom. Yep. And uh, I think we want to come to the scriptures and to one another with that attitude mm. of there's so many rich treasures here mm. uh, for us to learn. And I, I want to be edified. I want to grow. But perhaps for some people, they feel like I did that, yep. <laughs> you know, yep. when I was a youth group or when I was a young adult and life's busy now. And uh, I think we want to make sure we're prioritizing our own edification mm. and the edification of others. Yeah, I, I think that's right. And I think there's a there's potentially a stage of life thing that happens. I, I've felt it in myself as, as I've kind of, you know, I don't want to say I'm middle-aged yet. I, I, as I'm approaching <laughs> middle-age, um, I'm not, not yet 40. Um, but I get it. Like, there's, there's, you know, life gets busier. You know, you've got more places to be as a parent, more things yeah. that you're responsible for. Just life yeah. is much fuller and I think sometimes you know I, I chat to uni students they say I'm so busy all the yeah. time and I think you just wait so, you know, it's, it's... I, remember, I remember being there as a uni student going man I'm so busy doing 12 hours a week you know that's right, um, that's right. I don't get it some of them are deeply busy we love you guys at uni uh, yeah, but just wait um, <laughs> but I get that but there is a sense in which there, there needs to be a, a desire to, to yes. keep growing as a Christian and keep engaging with your brothers and sisters um, during 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 your life uh, yeah. more than just attending, like just making it to church. And that can be really hard because sometimes all, like, all you feel like you can do is just exactly. get there. Exactly. And that's a good first step, but there is then a sense of it. And I think what I've been trying to do is keep uh, having a, a soft heart before God and saying, God, help me, even though I'm feeling like all I can do sometimes yeah. is just get there, but right. help me to come with a view for others and a view to grow and a view to actually do my life in partnership with you, God, uh, rather than just come and go through the yeah. motions. And, and, and I think that the, the key word there is desire. Mm. Do, do, is that what you want? Yes. Now, uh, there's, as I said, there's, there's a real honesty moment for ourselves in there to sort of have the thing, is that what I desire? Mm. And, you know, the, what we desire and what we want will ultimately fill our priorities. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, that, that's a really... I, and, 
people will need to answer that question for themselves. And that's right. Each person needs to needs to do that thinking and that, that honest heart examination before God themselves, yeah. don't they? Yeah. 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 Okay, great question to kick us off. Uh, we've got a couple more here. Um, what is the difference between edification and evangelism? You, you use those two terms on Sunday. Edification, building up the Christian, and evangelism, sharing the gospel with the outsider. Yeah. And uh, they've sort of followed up with saying, look, even I as a Christian need the gospel and don't know God as well as I should. They're kind of on the right track here. Absolutely, yeah, bang on the right track. Yep. And um, I guess it's the gospel message uh, as it interacts with uh, a different heart okay. that uh, that is there towards God. Yes. So that the the Christian heart yep. has already gone through that you know initial work of the gospel in you know the, the first time I repented and believed. Mm. Uh, and but as the gospel for the the, the non Christian they they've yet to repent yet to believe. Yes. Uh, and so there's the same message, mm. just interacting with different people. Now, as the mm. Christian, mm. it's still the gospel that grows us, yep. and they're, they're, they're exactly right. That we've all got growth to do, and yes. we'll, we'll keep growing until uh, until we go home. And yeah, so the, I think mm. that's the fundamental difference. Yeah, so the difference is not so much, or not necessarily in the way the content is presented, but in as much as what perhaps what God's Holy Spirit is doing in the heart I of the right. hearer. I think that's yeah, I think that's yeah. exactly right. And I think me, like experientially as a preacher, one of the things that I'm constantly kind of amazed by is that I'll sort of prep a sermon, you know, midweek, and I'll be thinking about what you know. You, you can't think of every individual in the no. church. You just, you just sort of say, what does this passage say? What will it? What would it say to? You know, what do I need to say that God is saying here? Mm. And then after the fact, people will come up to you and they'll say, oh, felt like you were speaking exactly to yes. me. And yes. some days you'll have it that an outsider goes, well, that was just, you know, that yeah. really caused me to think. At, and the same time, the Christian will be like, that was just what I needed to hear this morning. Right. And it's not because, right. well, I'm certain, it's not because of my <laughs> preaching prowess. Um, that I actually think that, that there's something uh, that God does by his Holy Spirit as he takes his word yeah. and just works on the heart of, of a hearer um, and for one, it's that that same word is evangelizing them, and, exactly. that, and for the other, that word is edifying them and reminding them of, of, of everything they have in Christ and helping them to keep going for another week. And there's a, there's a conviction here that un, underlies all this. Yes. In terms of, you know, how does God work? And, mm. and we saw it a little bit in the one Corinthians passage of you yep. know preaching Christ crucified, not with persuasive words, and yes. you know, yeah, it's, yeah, that's right. it's God's word working. Yes. As his spirit applies it, you know, mm. to the hearts of people. That's exactly you it. Know, we work at being faithful to the text. Yep. You know, and uh, explaining it and God does that work. In yeah, and I think that that's what he's getting at. In, in chapter 2, verse 4 and 5, he says, My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. Yes. I think sometimes Christians have, don't know what... I think, you think you know, does he mean that he did something like boom miracle yeah. by the spirit's power? I think yeah. I think it's what we were just talking about there that he wasn't particularly wise or persuasive, but he he just stuck to the the message of Christ crucified. Yeah. And then you see the spirit's power yeah. as a, a, yeah. as a human heart is changed and as a human heart grows in Christ. Yeah. Um, I think that's what Paul's talking about. Yeah. In, in, and and, and there's, there there is there's a deep trust from from us in conviction that God's word will do its work. And so there's a message and a methodology that go hand in hand at that point. Yeah. Uh, when we don't need to have other things. That's it. Uh, That's we exactly we right. trust God's word. Yeah. 
Awesome. All right, let, let's keep pushing along here. Uh, yep. So, uh, what do you mean it wasn't really church during COVID? Yeah. Did Christ stop advocating for us during COVID? Uh, yeah. Did 1 Corinthians 1 not, not apply? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what do you mean, Dave? Yeah. Uh, um, and look, th- thank you for the opportunity for clarification. Yeah. And, and perhaps my rhetoric went ahead of what was actually intended okay. uh, in terms yeah, of communication. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, because... Christ continues to advocate for us. Yes. Regardless of what we think is happening, you know, in terms of the gathering of God's people. Yes. Uh, you, you, you see that, you know, we saw it in Romans chapter 8, you know, yep. that, that, that Christ uh, and the Spirit intercede on our behalf. Now, yes. That wasn't in the context of the church. Yep. It was in the context of me being a child of God adopted into his family. Yeah. Uh, and he works on mm. my behalf, mm-hmm. uh, regardless if we, if we're gathered. So, yep. uh, in terms of the advocation question, of yeah, of course, yeah, you know, y- yes, yep. Christ continues to do that, and praise God that he does, yeah, um, because yep. we'd be lost without it. Yeah. So probably what that brings us to is is another chance to probably clarify something that I think we'll and looking at some of the questions that are to come that it might help us to set this up here yes. which is that actually the scriptures draw a distinction between the categories people of God yes. and the church yes. sometimes I think we use those synonymously yeah. but I actually think it's helpful for us to pull them apart a little bit yeah. so people of God is all those who belong to God who's, who, who's you know who Christ died for and yep. are saved yep. but Church is when those people are gathered for the yeah, hearing of God's word. Exactly. So the people of God carries on all the time. Yep. You never are, stops. Yeah. So Christ always died for you and advocates for you, and, and the people of God never stopped existing. Yeah. But when the church can't meet, then the church did stop. Does that make sense? So yeah. the people of God continues. Yeah. But because church equals gathering, so yes. if you're not getting together, yes. it's, it's not church. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, and and so I think this is a really important distinction that yeah. we need to make sure people understand. Yeah, that's right. Uh, especially as we come for some of the other questions, yeah, that's right. it's pretty foundational. It's a pretty crucial thing to realise, and I think sometimes I mean to like for, for ourselves and to correct myself, I think sometimes perhaps we are a bit loose with our language, and we'll say, yes. um, you know, we'll talk about church as if that is the people of God yes. uh, if you're you know here at, here at this church this is what we do and sometimes we'll mean outside of our gatherings yes. but if we want to be precise with our language yes the gathering is those moments for us on a Sunday yep. when we come together when God's word is read and taught when we pray when we you know what I mean yeah. and yeah that's yeah. the church but when we go off midweek we're still the people of God but we're not churching mm-hmm. on a Monday because we're not yeah. gathering yeah, and, and when we've spoken about church and that heavenly reality, mm. uh, what we're getting at there is when the people of God have gathered together. Yeah, that's which, right. Which, you know, we, we see the ultimate destination in Revelation, but it's there through the scriptures. You know, it's there when the yes. people of God were saved out yes. of Exodus. And that's a good example, I think, Exodus. Yeah, they gather together. Yep. And uh, yep. What, what happens in Exodus? God speaks to them, gives them the word. You mm. see the response. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's that it's almost you know yeah. the first sort of larger well, gathering yeah, of God's if you, people. If you go back to Exodus, yeah, exactly. Um, what you get there is God hearing the cries of His people, people yes. of God, 
caught in slavery. And what does he want to do? He wants them released so that they can go out and, and worship him and, and, and hear from him. And, and actually, the, the ultimate expression of that is when they get to Sinai, they've always been the people of God, but finally yes. they can gather, hear God's voice and respond. Yeah. And that is, that's church. That's, that's the, the gathering of yeah. God's people. Now, they were still the people of God by promise before that, they were. but they weren't church <laughs> yeah. until Sinai, yeah. when they actually come together and blah, voice on the on the mountain yeah, and, and, and tremble at that that's right and that's what hebrews picks up and says actually what we've come to is something even greater than that yeah um but i think the same sort of thing is true for us that we can be the people of god you and i are the people of god right now it's yeah. you know, it's wednesday morning yeah um we're not church uh until we're gathered around god's word with the saints in, yeah. a, in expression of our gathering and our fellowship yeah 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 and, and, and so understanding that mm. and coming back to the, what do you mean? We weren't church. We weren't church. Yeah. Um, and, and what I tried to explain is the expression of the gathered people of God. That's it. Uh, you know, there's something different about it being online than mm. being in the building. Because you're not gathered. Um, and so yeah. part of what I want to do is just acknowledge that. That's right. And say, look, it's it's a shadow. You know, yeah. what we're doing pre-COVID, before it all hit and had to go online, yeah. was still a shadow. Yeah. It still wasn't the heavenly reality. We're, we're yeah. not there yet. Yeah. Um, so it's, it had dysfunction to it. Yeah. This just add another layer of That's dysfunction right. and, and difficulty right. in terms of what the and, and I think it's important. It's, it's, and we, I think we've done this a couple of times in this series to acknowledge that there's good things in the online, and gee, totally. we're glad to have it. Totally. But we've got to always say it is it is subpar. Yeah. To not be with each other is lacking. Yeah. And and it is not church until you're with each other. Yeah. And I feel for those people in this time yeah. who, who can't be with us for health reasons yeah. and, and those totally. good reasons, yeah. um, I really feel for them who are, you know, yeah. staying away for, for you know, mm. because they're, they're sick or they're, they're struggling and yeah. like, my heart goes out to you totally. and yeah. we're praying for you and, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, and we long for the day when, when ultimately heaven, where we can gather together, but hopefully once COVID passes and something is sorted out, we can be together again, have a... A better experience of, of gathering than we currently have. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's keep going along here. Um, uh, thank you for mentioning the opportunities God provided us to worship and proclaim in, in COVID. Amen. Yeah, excellent. You're welcome. Yes. Uh, we've spoken a lot about uh, being church in the context of our weekly gathering, but we know that being church goes beyond that. Can you give us some suggestions for how we can be edifying and encouraging as a church beyond the weekly gathering? How can we uh, be a better picture of what church is outside of the Sunday gathering? Ah, here we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we're back here to this people of God yeah. and the, the church being, being gathered. So, yes. you know, as um, you know, a child of God, yes. um, you know, outside that gathering, yes. I can still encourage and edify. Absolutely. Yeah. Edifying um, doesn't get limited to the gathering. No. No, yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I, I can still do that outside. You yes. know, I can I can encourage Sam and say, mate, I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. you know, God doing this in you and I've just been encouraged by that. And we can meet and read the Bible and pray and yep. serve together and do all sorts of stuff. All, but, all sorts of things. But it's not, the ch- it's not church. That's probably not church. It's not church. Uh, yeah. Church is when we gather, public assembly, hearing of God's word for yep. prayer, edification, evangelism, uh, yep. self-effacing worship. Yep. Uh, but so, so that's not, the, it doesn't mean that there's no edifying that happens there. Yeah. But given that this is a series about church yes we're not really digging into that 
in the same way it comes to evangelism. You know, mm. Can we do evangelism outside the church? Well, totally. Predominantly, most evangelism That's happens. what we did on Monday night with the, the question night, you know. Yep, yeah. yep. So, you know, if, if Sam wasn't a believer, I'd go, hey, mate, you know, yep. I want to introduce you to who, who God is and who Jesus is and what he's done and That's you right. know, in the context of our relationship mm-hmm. and what that would look like. So yep. there's lots of opportunities out there. That's right. And, and I think, but we want to categorize that as what do we do as the people of God? Yes. Not what do we do as the church? Because yes. that's not the church. It's it's yes. churches churches gathering. Yeah. Uh, it's how do we as the people of God, and and then there's huge how do we you know edify each other as the people of God. It's massive. You know? Yeah. Read the scriptures with someone. Pray with someone. Spend time with yeah. them. You yeah. know. Uh, yeah. Train them. Build them up. All that kind of stuff can happen yeah. as the people of God scattered midweek in your day to day stuff. But church is is something different, which is when we assemble for the hearing of God's word. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's why it's it's, it's, it's why yeah. Sits at the center there, that hearing of God's word. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Dave used 1 Corinthians 2, 1 and 2, uh, which talks about proclaiming Jesus crucified and nothing else. He said it was at the heart of church. He did. did. Uh, and uh, he placed it at the heart of the PowerPoint diagram. We don't use PowerPoint anymore, but uh, <laughs> yeah. that's for another time. Uh, just wondering why is making healthy disciples uh, in ever-increasing number to the glory of God our catchphrase if those verses are central to us? Wouldn't they be a, a very good executive summary? Yes. Uh on one hand, yes, and I did make it an executive summary. I put Christ crucified <laughs> right at the center. That's right. And said, you know, that's mm. you know the two word summary of the gospel. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, but when we come to to our statement here at St Paul's of the making healthy disciples in ever increasing number to the glory of God. Yep. Um, that's what we want to do. That's mm. the sort of you know, uh, and and then there's the question: How do we actually do that? Yeah. Uh, and. Yes, we do that by the preaching of the gospel. Yep. Um, and so we, you know, the, the, the output, I guess, we want as a church is we yes. want to be making healthy disciples. We'll do it every increasing number. Yeah. Um, but the how and the input of it is that, what's that's the gospel. That's so right. And so it's a, it's a helpful point in that we never want to assume the gospel. We never want to assume Christ crucified. And so yeah. at one level you want to say, yeah, good point. Great point. Um, yeah. But there is a sense in which and I'll be careful how I say this, but I think you could potentially take verses one and two and say, I resolve to know nothing except Jesus, but actually be quite unfaithful because I can sit in my office and yes. not speak to a single person all week, resolving to know nothing but Christ and Him crucified, yes. but I'm not actually doing any preaching or proclaiming or, do you know what I mean? And actually, yes. Yes. Uh, and you know, I can potentially know nothing but Christ crucified and be deeply ineffective because I'm I'm not thinking about my hearer and how how I'm going to build yeah. them up and you know yeah. either encourage them or evangelize them, and so although I'd want to say yes, you need nothing else but Christ crucified. It's Christ crucified to the end that I build disciples and I see lost saved. Yes. Um, and with that, so we want to say that that's what we want to do yeah. rather than just focus on the. Well, I just believe in Christ crucified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, but a, a helpful, a helpful. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. And careful listener. Yeah, good. Who, uh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly and, right. And thinker. So well, well done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does the church not also play a role in caring and providing for the lost, those outside the church? Um, a few questions. I had a few combos about this as well. Like, yeah. particularly, doesn't the church have a role in social justice and feeding feeding yeah. the poor? And yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, 
once again, I think we need to come back to that foundational thing we've already come back to in terms of yep. uh, the people of God and yes. what the church does as it gathers. That's right. Yes. Um, yep. And so uh, as the people of God, as, as individual Christians, yep. we do heaps. Or even as organized groups of Christians. And even as organized groups. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. You know, and there is good stuff. Yep. Wonderful, super helpful that you know mm. uh, that that happens in results of all the social justice elements. Hundred percent. And predominantly, would I say? Yeah. You know, in that space, it's it's Christians who have the heart to do it. Absolutely, and Christians who do it. And yeah. Christians who get involved with yeah. it. What are some of the things we do in that? So for us, yeah. uh, uh, we're we're obviously compassion. Yeah. It was one of the yeah. big reasons why I pushed hard to get compassion here. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, is because I felt like there was an opportunity and a, and a bit of a gap. Yep. Uh, and compassion do it well. Yep. Um, I think you know I think they're the best out there, and you know yep. we, we've got a great partnership in the Philippines. Yep. Over three hundred kids yep. sponsored. There's opportunity. You are watching, listening. Yep. You want to sponsor? Yep. Get in contact. We will help you out. Yep. Uh, and and that is you know us organised together as the people yep. of God to. Yep. You know, make sure that you know those people in the Philippines have an opportunity. Yes. You know, to to be fed, to be clothed, to eat. Yep. But the great thing about compassion is they haven't left behind yeah. the sort of spiritual aspect. You know, they're involved yeah, in they're the also church. Involved in church this is a great uh, thing. And and yep. the local church too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's compassion. I mean, we also have partnership with Anglicare. We're about yeah. to kick off Toys and Tucker, Toys and Tucker. Uh, which you'll hear about a bit more on this Sunday yeah. as we're going to do a bit of a food and, and uh, toys drive around Christmas for, yeah. for those in, in need. Yeah. Um, and then a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, people around St Paul's, as you get to talk to them, all have all these different ways that they serve and care. And some are formalised, some are just informal with people they know, and that is right and correct for the people of God to do. Yes. Um, and I, But I think what you're saying is that church is not... It's not the same as what the people of God do in their in their way. Church is when the, the people of God assemble. Assemble, that's and right. And they assemble to hear the word. Yeah. And, and if we were to take, and then and this unfortunately happens, if you take that assembly and you take the, the assembly to hear the word of God out, and it becomes a soup kitchen where we feed the needy, and then we say, let's not have any sermons. Let's let's just care for those around us. Yeah. Something something really bad has happened at that point. I I, I think that's right. And 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 look. There's probably a spectrum here, right? Yeah. Uh, to sort of think of in terms of, you know, you've got down this end, that's yeah. sort of what happens. Yeah. Probably all the way to the other end where there's 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 no place yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. And I think we want to have a healthy balance of yeah. understanding that, you know, when the church gathers, it's about hearing the word of God. That's right. Um, now, that doesn't excuse us as the people of God 100%. from caring. And the and Word of God good. should point us to that. It should Absolutely. exhort us and challenge us to go and do that. And it does. You know, yeah. James tells us to, you know, yeah. to have a heart for the poor. That's right. Um, but it also points us back to sort of, you know, the, the, the Christian as they gather together. Yeah. Uh, and, you know actually doing good to one another as the household and the family of believers yeah. can't be forgotten as well. That's so right. there's right. a balancing act that needs to happen here. And, mm. you know, I, I'm sure there'll be some who think we go one way too much and others, yep. the, others the other. Totally. Uh, and so, but we want to, again, in all our decisions and all our thinking, be guided by the scriptures yep. and uh, what God wants and what he desires. Yeah. Yep. And, and I want to say there's always room for us to grow on that. Totally. And, uh, and it, I want to 
hear more and more and more stuff that we are doing. Yeah. But recognizing that that's not church. That's right. That is serving God and serving the needy. Yeah. Because you're a part of the people of God, but it's yeah. not church. And and, yeah. and and as a child of God, that's part of it, having your heart transformed. Oh, yeah. You know, as you interact with the Word and His Spirit, and He puts that on you, there's mm. opportunities around to sort of be involved. Yep. In that, and that's a good thing. That's a maturing and a healthy thing that we we yep. want to encourage. That's it. As as much as we can. Okay. All right. Let's let's keep chugging along here. Uh, uh, we heard tonight that Christ is the center of the gospel, uh, but that we also need to think vertically to God. Isn't Jesus God as well? Uh, the answer being yes, they're assuming that it is, and put yes. on. Yes. Uh, why then do we often refer to God meaning the Father rather than Jesus? Feel free to rephrase the question. There's our lunch, lunch announcement coming through Dave's phone. Yep. Apologies about that. Yeah, so sorry uh, about that. But yep. join us for lunch. Indeed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Go for it, mate, so we can get our lunch. What, uh, do, do we Have we got a problem with the way that we're talking about God yeah look again a really astute question and um, uh, probably picking up on a, a little bit of imprecision yeah in my language uh, so, yeah. from Sunday so, so thank you for that because yeah. I think we do want to make sure we talk about God the Father mm. and God the Son they, yeah. they are both God holy mm. within themselves yeah. um, but there is a distinction between them yeah uh, and so Yep. Yes, sometimes we do use just that shorthand to talk about mm. God yeah. as the Father, and sometimes we, we probably need to be a little bit more precise. Yeah, I think that's right. And I think it's, I found it a helpful, this question a helpful corrective. Uh, I was even reflecting on um, when Jesus teaches his disciples to pray, Matthew 6. Um, mm. You know, this is how you should pray, our Father in heaven. Like yes. if, if the prayer is addressed to the Father, sometimes I think we, we, we settle with, dear God, Yes. Now that's okay. Yes. You know what I mean. But but the precision language of we're actually talking to our heavenly Father on yeah. the, through the basis of the the, the work of the Son, um, yeah. through the empowered work of the Spirit. You know, um, we yeah. want to be a bit more careful in our Trinitarian language. So yeah. I think it's a helpful. I, yeah, I think it's a really helpful pick up. Mm. And uh, so thank you for it. Yeah, um, I agree. And I, I think we'll probably try to be a bit more precise. That's right. Uh, yeah. It's so that that can be helpful. Yeah. In the, into the future. Yeah. I mean, the, the only other thing to say is that sometimes the scriptures, especially in the Old Testament, can be a, a bit more imprecise. Um, True. Given that the nature of God, the, the Godhead is revealed throughout That's right. the the sort of unfolding revelation of the of the whole Bible, mm-hmm. and so yeah, as God is referenced in the Old Testament, it is yeah. often referencing God the Father. That's right. Um, but but as Scripture unravels and we we see more of what God's plan is, we we see the the whole nature of the Godhead. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. helpful. Very good. All right. Last one. Um, where does love fit in this structure? Surely we need to love those of the world so that they may listen to our evangelistic words, 1 Corinthians 13, uh, as well as loving one another. Harder to do in COVID, but not impossible. Yeah. Um, again, I think there, as the people of God, yep. we are called to love yep. one another. Yep, and to love um, the world. And to, and, and to love the world. Both, mm. uh, both you find within the scriptures. Mm. Um, you know, it is interesting as you, you know, I remember sitting listening to some talk about hospitality, you know, mm. one, of the, one of our key ways to love. And the point that they, they made is that as you look at the scriptures, primarily our hospitality is to be to one another as Christians. Mm. Now, uh, but 
equally so, we, we, we want to make sure we do love those around us. But then again, it's as we've spoken about, yep. the people of God yes. going out and demonstrating you know, mm. that unconditional love yep. uh, in whatever way that sort of looks like for the mm. person that you're interacting with. Yep. Um, both both are, are there and are evident. Yep. Uh, and in some ways, you know, I could have put love... All yeah. over that diagram, you know, we're to love our Christians you know, yeah. as we edify and encourage, we're to yeah. make sure we're loving God, um, yeah. at the Father. Yeah, um, <laughs> thank you, good figure. And, and to be loving the world around us through, yes. through evangelism. So yes. it, it sits there mm. very strongly. Yes, um, yeah. Uh, but I didn't use that because it wasn't E. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. No, I, I look, I think it's, I think it's right. All those things had to be infused with love and being... Yeah. Um, being again, perhaps that's something we need to be a little bit more explicit about um, yeah. in the way that we we talk about those things. So I think it's a helpful corrective. Um, but again, I think on the on the world thing, we've been, we've we've sort of made this point a few times today. It, it is um, that's that's something for Christians and for the people of God to do, but but not not the focus of the assembly of God's people. Yeah. The assembly of God's people is primarily for Christians. Not when Christians will be in it. Um, yeah. But that's not the it's not the focus. Yeah. Um, to, yeah. to love them. At that moment of our week, when we assemble together, we are there to hear God's word, to, yeah. to encourage, to edify, to worship God. To and, and and people would have heard over the last little while, you know, as we've gone through COVID and St Paul's online. Yeah. You know, we, that you know, there's a focus there for the Christian, but mm. you would have heard us, totally. you know, litter throughout. If you're watching, if mm. you're listening, yeah. and someone who's not a Christian. Yep. You know, here's some steps for you. Here's some things to take away. And I know for each of us, when we preach, yep. there's always a spot in there where we want to address the mm. unbeliever who could potentially be watching. And so, what does this mean for you? Mm. Uh, knowing that there's a dual audience there, but yep. you know, the church is the gathering of the, the people of God, the people yep. who've been saved. Yep. Very good. Mate, I think that's probably it for today. Uh, Fabulous. Well done. Thanks for all your work in that. And uh, thanks for the discussion, I think, from, yeah. from everyone who's asked a question. And it's really good to kick these ideas around. And I hope that some of this has, has challenged you a bit today, particularly uh, I felt challenged to be more precise with my language, yeah. both around Same. church versus people of God, Same. God versus Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Precision of language is really important so that we talk about the right things in the right way yeah. and uh, this has been a really helpful sharpening time I think Yeah. so thanks for all your work uh, thanks, this mate. coming Sunday where, where, are we, where are we heading to? yeah so third in our series on church yep. uh, we're looking about uh, the together aspect mm. you know, how church is a place where we need each other yeah, uh, okay. so you know we're talking about church as a body yep. uh, and you know the, the, that fundamental nature of that togetherness uh, that's that's required for us. So Andrew will be taking us through that. Nice, awesome. Looking forward to it. We'll see you on hopefully in person. We have many more people this Sunday, and we hope you can come along. Um, or if not, uh, we'll see you online and uh, see you there. Okay, thanks a lot.